You wanted to see me, Miss Swinton? Have you been hearing about the new government modernization efforts? AI, RPAs, data science. Things are changing at this agency, and people will need new skills. Oh. I'd like you to get some training. Huh. Look at this management concepts catalog. Wow, over 275 courses. That's right, in local classrooms or instructor-led online classes. We still have budget in this fiscal year, so sign up online. Advance your career with courses from Management Concepts. Get a catalog at managementconcepts.com or call 833-578-8466. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. My name is Deborah Hatswell, and you're listening to BBR Investigations. Tonight, we look at cases of winged humanoid creatures here in the UK, also in the US, and a number of other countries. You will hear personal experiences from the witnesses to these creatures, from the Birdman of Wiltshire to the Mandragon of China. We will also hear stories of the disasters that accompany these creatures, wherever they would go, it would seem. From the famous Point Pleasant Bridge disaster to a mine collapse in Germany. Join me as I share these experiences with you. Our first report tonight was made in the Weird Wiltshire blog and they reported a strange winged creature had been seen by a local man a number of years ago whilst driving on the A3102 road. The witness said, I and my friend Julian, one night in 2012, were driving to drop his sister off at a party. After we dropped her off, we went to drive back to his place before we had to pick her up again later. While driving back, we were listening to music, having a good laugh, until we noticed a man walking in the road and he was covered in long feathers similar to swan feathers. We couldn't make out a face, but we saw white legs covered in feathers and a body again covered in feathers. My friend beeped and swerved around the figure while I looked back to see him and I couldn't see anything. In a panic of thinking we may have hit it, we turned around to go back and nothing was there on the road. There was no sign of feathers, no blood, nothing. We turned back again going even slower, with the windows open. And again, nothing. Neither of us imagined it, as we both saw exactly the same thing. We soon forgot about what had happened, and we only mentioned it to each other as a memory sometimes. But a few years later, we got chatting to an old friend, and he said where he lived, which was Carl in Wiltshire, and that's not too far from when we saw what we saw. 
I mentioned that I felt he lived near the spooky road and he replied with, oh, the Birdman. Well, that got us talking further into what we saw and it conspired that we almost were seeing the same thing, but on different days. The location of this is the A3102 near Wetham, uh, Wetham House, surrounded by woodland, he said. The only other information that I may or may not have that could be related, he said, happened along the road close to Derry Hill, and it's said that many drivers see a ghostly white figure. One driver and his passenger spotted a white figure in the road in front of them as they drove late at night. He said questioning locals was fruitful, and a number of them shared their experiences with him. One lady said her husband had witnessed the Birdman twice and her son-in-law had seen him once. Another person said there was a ghost on Wetham Bottom Bend and that had been seen multiple times by people. One lady also thought she may have seen something there on the road and the last person had heard of a headless horseman in this spot, but not a man looking like a bird. There are also stories of headless horsemen sighted nearby in Blacklands as well as the story of the black dog. I mean, it could very well be the area, couldn't it? There seems to be so much going on. Maybe it's something, and I'm just thinking out loud, that is appearing in a way that it would affect the person that sees it, if you get what I mean. Now, there are many other reports in the UK and in other countries across the globe. And one of our listeners named George reminded me during a previous episode where I discussed dogman sightings in Point Pleasant that winged humanoid creatures had been spotted in the Point Pleasant area also. And I'd forgotten about that. The All That Is Interesting blog reported on November the 12th, 1966 in West Virginia a group of gravediggers working in a cemetery spotted something strange in the sky. The workers glanced up and they saw something huge that they said soared above their heads. It was a massive figure that was moving rapidly from tree to tree. The gravediggers would later describe this figure as a brown human being. This was the first reported sighting of what would come to be known as the Mothman an elusive creature that remains as mysterious today as it was on that night. Just three days after the gravedigger's initial report in nearby Point Pleasant, two couples noticed a white-winged creature, about six or seven feet tall, standing in front of the car that they were sitting in. Eyewitnesses Roger Scarbray and Steve Mallet told the local paper the Point Pleasant Register, that the beast had bright red eyes, was about six inches apart, a wingspan of 10 feet, and the apparent urge to avoid the bright headlights of the car was noted. According to the witnesses, this creature was able to fly at incredible speeds, perhaps as fast as 100 miles per hour. All of them agreed that the beast was a clumsy runner on the ground. They knew this only because it allegedly chased their vehicle to the outskirts of town in the air, then settled on the ground and scuttled into a nearby field and disappeared. Knowing how absurd this must have sounded to the local paper in a small Appalachian community in the 60s, Scarberry insisted that the apparition couldn't have been a figment of his imagination 
You showed the newspaper, he said. If I'd seen it while by myself, I wouldn't have said anything. But there were four of us who saw it. At first, reporters were sceptical. In the papers, they called the Mothman a bird, or a mysterious creature. However, they did print Mr Malik's description, and he said it was like a man with wings. But more and more sightings were then reported in the Point Pleasant area over the next year as the legend of the Mothman took shape. The Gettysburg Times reported eight additional sightings in a short span of three days after the first claims. And this included two volunteer firefighters who said that they saw a very large bird that had very large red eyes. Newell Partridge, a resident of Salem, said that he saw strange patterns appearing on his television screen one night, followed by a mysterious sound just outside of his home. Mr Partridge shone his flashlight towards the direction of the noise and he witnessed two red eyes. He said they resembled bicycle reflectors reflecting back at him. The creature's visit is said to have coincided with the disappearance of Mr Partridge's dog. To this day, some people still believe that the beast took his beloved pet. On the 15th of December 1967, just over a year after the first Mothman sighting, traffic was bad on the Silver Bridge and the bridge was packed with cars. Without warning, a single eye bar near the top of the bridge on the Ohio side cracked. The chain snapped and the bridge fell to pieces plunging cars and pedestrians into the icy water below. 46 people died that day, either by drowning or by being crushed by the wreckage. Over 100 people reported sightings of the Mothman in Point Pleasant between 1966 and 1967. Many people stated they saw the Mothman, also experienced eye and ear trauma. On the day that the bridge collapsed, several people reported seeing the Mothman flying above the bridge. The Mothman sightings in and around Point Pleasant ceased on December the 15th, 1967, the same day as the Silver Bridge collapse. Now, while Mothman sightings were first reported in America in 1966, Mothman reports in other countries started far earlier. A figure resembling the Mothman referred to as the Mandragon, was seen by several people in the region of the Zhongti Dam in China in early 1926. On January the 19th of that year, the dam collapsed after the creature was seen and over 15,000 people lost their lives in the flooding. One villager said, I've never seen such flooding. He's 81 years old and never in his lifetime had he seen anything like it, he said. The water level. Leftovers. Or. The DMV. Number 97. Or. House cleaning. Or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ...was so high. They've never been high in previous years. And the dam has never collapsed before. There were also reported sightings of a Mothman-like creature before the Chernobyl disaster on April the 26th, 1986. In the days leading up to the Chernobyl disaster, workers at the nuclear plant claimed to have seen a creature known as the Blackbird. The terrifying creature rose above the horizon. It was described by those who saw it as a hideous humanoid with giant wings, a black headless body and red glowing eyes sending a message of doom to all who gazed upon it. In the days leading up to the Chernobyl disaster, several of the workers in the control room of the nuclear power plant in northern Ukraine said that they'd seen a creature that is known as the Blackbird of Chernobyl. They stated that in the days leading up to April 26, the supernatural creature was sighted in the sky over Chernobyl by many of the men in the control room. They also claimed to have seen this terrifying creature just before the explosion. According to the legend, rumours went through the ranks that five employees had seen a large, dark, headless creature with gigantic wings and fiery red eyes. Now, Chernobyl employees began sharing strange, similar experiences that they were having. Some were having horrifying nightmares, while others were receiving strange, threatening phone calls. It was reported that people in and around the power plant began to experience a series of strange events revolving around sightings of this mysterious creature. Also described as a large black and mutated creature with large wings and piercing red eyes. People affected by the phenomena also experienced nightmares and had first-hand encounters with the winged beast. Some of the workers reported their bizarre experiences to supervisors of the facility but there was very little these officials could do, even if they'd been willing to take action. Then, in April, disaster struck. Reactor number four of the nuclear power plant exploded, and two days later, the entire city was evacuated. It was several years later that the stories of the blackbird began to spread, because the workers apparently described the bird as being headless, but large winged black creature with no head but with fiery red eyes, which most people take to mean that the eyes appear in the torso, but I think that the head and the body are of one shape, very similar to the bat beast that were seen in Kent in England. It also sounds very similar to the Mothman sightings. On September the 10th, 1978, a mine collapsed in Freiburg, Germany, 
resulting in the loss of many lives. 21 miners who were due to work that day were scared away by the sight of a mothman-like creature at the entrance of the mine. That creature became known as the Freiburg Shrieker. Early on the morning of September the 10th, 1978, the workers of one of the mines approached its entrance to begin their day of work. As they got closer, they noticed a man. He appeared to be wrapped in a dark trench coat and he was standing in front of the entrance. Unsure as to why the man was standing there, a few of the workers approached to investigate. However, when they got a few feet away from the man, they thought it was a trench coat suddenly flung open and it formed a pair of huge outstretched wings attached to this dark figure. The miners who'd approached stood in shock and after a moment, the dark figure let out a series of piercing shrieks which would later be described by eyewitnesses as sounding like 50 men screaming and the sound of a train's emergency brakes. The miners fled from the creature and the mine's entrance and from a safe distance the men observed what would later be dubbed the Freiburg Shrieker as it folded its wings back around its body and stood motionless in front of the mine. The miners reportedly began to busy themselves cleaning up outside of the mine, hoping that the Shrieker would just go away. It's unclear why they did not report the beast to the local authorities. After waiting for what seemed like an hour, approximately eight in the morning, the miners were startled by a massive subterranean explosion which dropped the mine and shut the very ground on which they stood. They rushed to the mine's entrance to discover the Shrieker was gone and a huge plume of smoke and flame bellowed from the entrance of the shaft. When the smoke and flame died down, and the officials were able to examine the mine, it was determined that all 36 miners, should they have been at their designated post that day, would have perished. This has led some investigators to suggest that the Freiburg Shrieker appeared that day to prevent the death of the men from entering the mine, and in the process saved their lives. Some researchers have made the link between the Freiburg Shrieker and the Blackbird of Chernobyl, and also the Mothman. All creatures which have been sighted, it is said, before disasters, and they're all thought to be actually the one same entity, believed to be an omen of disaster. Well, that report tells us that, that maybe it was there to help them. It doesn't really cry out as disaster. I think it might be like the old shuck. Some people believe that when you see a black shuck, death will follow. But other people believe that you see the shuck because the shuck comes to walk somebody home or to warn you of a death. A side note to the legend of the Mothman states that just six months after the incident with the Freiburg Shrieker, less than one third of the workers present that day remained employed by the mine. Many of them no longer worked at the mine and remained unemployed, and several apparently suffered from serious mental disasters, no doubt caused by the sighting of the creature. Two men, who dedicated their lives to revealing the truth behind what had happened that day, had shared their findings with the world, and they died unusually young and extremely impoverished, a fate which is reported to also have befallen more than one Mothman eyewitness. There was a rash of sightings in Chicago of a creature that people then called the Chicago Mothman. 
August the 21st, 2017, in the Northerly Island area, a winged humanoid creature was spotted during the solar eclipse. Shared on the Phantoms and Monsters website, one witness made this report. We were watching and observing as the moon began its transit when we heard a very loud scream. This scream sounded like truck brakes, you know, when they squeal when you're pressing hard on them. And at first we thought that is exactly what it was. Maybe a CTA bus or a big truck with brakes that needed changing. And we heard it again. And this time it lasted about three seconds, whereas the previous sound was brief. I looked up to see a large object flying low over the docks that stick out in the Burnham Harbour from across the water. This object looked like a large black bat, but it also had humanoid features and it had pronounced arms and legs. Erin Drain saw the same creature in August of 2017 in the West Town neighbourhood of Chicago. She reported her experience to the Curious City website. Erin said, I was spending the afternoon on the rooftop and I saw something in the sky that was fairly high up, fairly far away. It wasn't being buffeted by the wind. It had an intelligent movement to it. It was moving slowly, but not randomly. On October the 26th, 2017, a gentleman named Jeff made this report after an experience he had when he was in the Fulton Market Street near the corner of Morgan. Jeff made the report to the Chicago Reader. At first, Jeff said, I thought it was a bird, but none that I'd seen before because it was just so huge and it was the way it was flapping its wings. The longer I watched it, it was like, what the hell is that thing? It was just freaky. The Singular Fortean Society had compiled a list of other reports of this winged Chicago beast. A semi-truck driver reported a strange medical condition that came over him after spotting a flying humanoid going over the Chicago Expressway on March the 22nd, 2017. And a witness walking their dog in Chicago's Oz Park ran into a paralysing winged being on April the 10th of 2017. Three separate witnesses reported seeing an unidentified flying humanoid over Chicago between April the 15th and April the 16th of 2017. A man fishing with his son on the banks of the Little Calumet in Chicago saw a weird winged being after hearing an eerie, unexplained sound on April the 27th of 2017. Another man and his son saw a bat-like creature while out walking in Calumet Park on May the 5th of 2017. And then a family walking along the riverfront reported seeing a flying humanoid cross over the William P. Farhay Bridge within a week of the May the 5th sighting. A married couple witnessed a large black bat-like creature with glowing red eyes near the intersection of North Rightwood Avenue and North Lakeview Avenue on May 27th of 2017. Two different couples saw a large bat-like flying humanoid in the Lincoln Park area on June 3rd of 2017. A jogger near the Navy Pier saw an enormous bat-like creature take to wing and fly towards the water treatment plant on June the 17th of 2017. A couple, along with a crowd of people, 
So a large black bat-like creature with humanoid features. This astounding creature was spotted near to the Adler Planetarium on June the 23rd, 2017. A second report received in early July of that year confirmed the sighting details of that report. A police officer, along with the officer's partner and a group of civilians, saw a dark black shadow with wings and it was standing atop a building before taking flight in the Auburn Gresham neighbourhood of Chicago on June the 29th, 2017. The next day, a security person taking a break outside of the Owl saw a bat-like humanoid flying over an empty lot across the street on June the 30th, 2017. I find it hard to believe that even with all that credible evidence and wealth of witness testimony, it is still not enough for the powers to be to admit that these creatures exist. I wonder how many have been seen and glossed over by our governments every year. We just never know what's being hidden from us. But some of you out there know, and I urge you to educate others with the information you hold. More and more YouTube and podcast channels are being closed or shadow banned for sharing the truth. Websites are being blocked or closed down, and there is very little we can do about that, other than to shout even louder. But that should never stop us from sharing information we're in receipt of from hundreds of people worldwide. I suppose, like most things, it doesn't seem such a big deal if these cases are happening in other countries. The first report tonight was a one-off, surely, I heard the Brits cry. There can't be any reports of these creatures on the British Isles. Well, after a little snooping, you may just change your opinion. Along with the Owlman of Mornan and the Vultureman of the Malvern Hills, there are reports of winged humanoids in Hythe and Kent. And our next reported sighting happened less than a year ago in the busy town of Glasgow. In November of 2021, Lindsay Curry and her boyfriend saw a strange humanoid airborne figure above the skies of Glasgow. Lindsay reported her encounter to the local newspaper and she said, it was flying across the sky going from northwest towards the southwest. I don't know what it was, but it looked human shaped. If these reports are not creepy enough, I also know a report of a winged creature in the same Glasgow area that was seen in the Sight Hill Cemetery on the 22nd of October 2006. The man who made the report said, I've seen something I can't explain and I'd be grateful if anyone here could offer me the benefit of their expertise. I've just recently moved to Glasgow from Dumfries and I'm still getting to know this city. Last night, I couldn't sleep. So after lying awake for a few hours, I decided to do something useful instead of staring at the ceiling. We were low on milk and a few bits and light bulbs. So I decided to drive to the 24-hour Tesco, not too far from the flat. On the drive home, probably about 4.30am, I'm still relatively new to the area and I missed the turn into my street, which is a cul-de-sac. So I pulled over, I was just about to perform a U-turn, when something shot at the cemetery gates on my left. This moved extremely quickly. This thing moved like lightning through the arc of my headlights. It shot across the nose of the car. 
I'd estimate around 40 feet from me, and then it turned and travelled down the street ahead of me at an immense speed. It all happened incredibly quickly, and the whole scene was confused by the shadows and mixed lighting of street and car headlamps. What I did see, though, was something like a man. Although I can't swear to it, it was jet black, making it very difficult to define in the dark, and it seemed to have what might have been wings. I got the impression of what I thought were feathers, or perhaps something like bat wings. I'm sorry, I can't be more precise in my description, but this thing genuinely moved so incredibly fast. It bounded down the street, and it kept, for the most part, to the shadows. It seemed incredibly strong and athletic in the way it moved. I was amazed and very curious. I put the car back into gear, and for some reason, I started to drive after it. I drove down the street, doing about 40 miles an hour, and I wasn't catching up to this thing. It was now around 100 yards or so ahead of me. As we approached a set of traffic lights, it lurched away to the right, so I swung the car after it and pursued it down the street. Conditions here, however, were even worse. There were fewer street lights and a lot more cover. This thing flickered back into view a few times. It was bounding and running on the road far ahead of me, but soon I lost it in the dark. I slowed the car down. I must have been doing over 50 at that point, and I carried on driving, slowly, scanning the road ahead for a sign of this thing. I'd almost given up when I saw it again on the pavement at the end of the road, about 200 yards ahead, and this time it stood stock still. Though too distant for me to make out any details, it stood like a man, seemingly a man wearing a heavy cowl or a man with wings. I continued to close the distance between us very slowly, and for some reason I got the impression that the thing, whatever it was, was curious about me. It seemed to be regarding me as I drove towards it, and something even more incredible occurred. It suddenly jumped straight up in the air and cleared the fence next to the pavement in a single movement, disappearing all the other side. This, it turned out, was a retaining wall to Ashfield Speedway, and it's a good 20 feet in height. I got out of the car and I looked through a gap in the fence into the interior of the speedway, but there was no sign of it. I hung around for 15 minutes, but saw nothing more, so I drove home. I still have precisely no idea what it might have been. I only know what I saw. The whole episode took a few minutes, but even now it seems impossible. Whoever or whatever it was, it was capable of fantastic speed and was inhumanly agile. It cleared a fence from standing to over in one go. This creature, for all it seemed solid, did defy the laws of physics and gravity. And I wonder if this being is an energy source. Well, we all are. I think what I mean is, I think the creature is not natural to this earth. In our next report, the creature that is seen is said to be opaque, almost shadow-like. Now, a member of the Seminole tribe saw a strange opaque creature when she was with her small child. 
The daughter, who's now 25, Selena, made a report on behalf of her mother. Her mother's name's Heather. Selena said, I remember we were in the car when it happened. I was six at the time, and I only remember her panicking. I don't remember the creature itself. It was January 2002, and we were staying in an apartment right off the Seminole Highway exit on the Beltline in Madison. My mum, who was driving out at our exit, turned left, started towards the second set of lights after crossing the bridge. And as she reached the lights, she saw a large, what she described as bat-like creature, and it was flying towards us. She said it turned its head, and she believes they made direct eye contact with each other. But as soon as she saw it, it disappeared. My mother said it was opaque in colour, almost shadow-like, and this event happened in the evening, so it was dark outside and details were impossible to make out. The wings it had didn't flap, it just glided in the air. This thing had bright red glowing eyes and she absolutely freaked out. I remember her screaming. As stated previously, this thing vanished as soon as it appeared. My mum thought that it was, I don't know, she just thought that she'd never see it again, thankfully. But a few weeks later, in our Allied Drive apartment, my mum was downstairs doing the laundry and she turned around to look in our storage unit and in the back of the unit, behind some of our junk, she saw another bat-like face with the same glowing red eyes staring straight at her, similar to that creature she witnessed on Seminole. She panicked and ran upstairs. She never went back down in that basement. We moved out of there shortly after the second incident and we never bothered getting our things out of the storage unit. We left them there. About two or three days after Mum's second sighting of this creature, she saw a few newspaper reports about other people who had also reported seeing a very similar creature to what my mum had seen. Occasionally, we try to find those reports, but we've yet to find anything on it. I strongly believe that whoever removed those newspaper articles, she said, are trying to keep the sightings away from the public, as there are never any official reports. To this day, my mum says, whatever it was, it was not earthly. Now, in our next report, it's a father and son who encounter a creature. They described as a cross between a man and a bat. The Wisconsin Batman was a strange creature that was encountered, as I said, by a father and son. And were driving through La Crosse County. The incident took place on September the 26, 2006. and was so traumatic for the duo that each became ill after the creature had left them. The creature was described as being man-like in appearance, but it possessed a set of wings. It had long claws and a mouth full of visibly sharp teeth. The eyes on this creature were also reported as glowing yellow this time. The people who've seen this creature described it as looking anywhere from like a gargoyle to a human owl. One witness even claimed it resembled a bat-like creature that ran like a gorilla. In our last two cases tonight, I'd like to share some winged humanoid reports from my own country. Our penultimate case takes place on the tiny island of Jersey. 
I live on the island of Jersey, our witness said, and I've done so since 1990. And I saw you on Paul Sinclair's show, and that's why I got in touch. In that time, I've seen a couple of strange things, but nothing compares to the incident I had one summer's eve in 2009. It had been a really hot summer, and it was late evening, mid-August 2009, I think between 10 and 10.30, and I was sitting near an open second-floor window. We lived in a barn conversion, and it was part of the rural farm that had recently been developed. Being in the countryside, it was very peaceful and quiet, especially at that time of night. I don't know how long I was listening. I suddenly became aware of a dog or dogs barking in distress. I got up and put my head out of the window and I looked to my left where the sound was coming from, which was behind a thicket of trees, about 80 odd feet to my left. I then saw this thing just rise up vertically without any motion of its wings, similar to a height that I was at. So that's about 10 foot above the top of the trees which would be almost about 60 feet in all. This thing looked like a dirty yellow white mass of something and it then became absolutely silent. There was no sound of any sort. The dog had stopped barking and there was an unreal silence that I'd never experienced before. It then beat its wings once and was suddenly level with me. It had travelled 80-odd feet on one flap of its wings and it was now about 15 feet away from my head, presenting its full profile. I couldn't understand how it travelled that far with just one flap of its wings. Its head reminded me of a seal and was the size of a very large dog's head. But it had a beak like a puffin or a parrot, which was black. Its eyes were just pools of black and I did not want to look into them. I was just hanging there in midair, and it actually stopped with no movement, back or forth. I then became aware of its wings going up again, and that's when I saw that they were like, they looked like leather, and it gave one flap and was gone. Its wings were about eight feet long, and they made that when it moved them. I looked after it and it had travelled an impossible distance again with just one flap of the wings. And then that was that. It was gone. I didn't get a good look at the rest of its body. It had a head. It had a beak. It had eyes and wings. And then it was gone. One of the crazy things is my partner at the time was no more than 10 feet away from me when this took place. I didn't shout for her to come and look. I didn't even tell her about it afterwards, or since. I found myself questioning myself over this incident, questioning my own state of mind, my own sanity. I could not comprehend what it was that I'd seen. Many a time, even years later, I'd find myself looking up and in trees when I'd been alone in the countryside walking, and driving, whatever, and thinking, that thing could be up there right now. And you'd have no idea. It's not like I live in some wilderness. Where I'm living is only a small island. It's nine miles by five. The other strange thing was the effect that this seemed to have on time. 
I don't know how to ascribe the correct words that would do justice to this effect. I can't describe it. I don't know how to enable you to have a good understanding of what I mean. But something really strange happened to time, whatever that may be. I thought about it a lot that night since it happened, wondering what in the world could that animal have been. Is it a leftover, an animal that's very, very old and somehow it survived in a small pocket somewhere? Is it a modern-day hybrid of some sort from some lab? A genetic Frankenstein that's been left to escape or been turned loose? I don't know. But what I am coming around to believe in is that I think it's interdimensional. It broke the laws of physics. It displayed anti-gravity type behaviour when it was just hanging in the air. And when it travelled the distance it did with just one flap of its wings, it's an impossible distance if you're behaving by our laws of physics. So it sits well with me to say that it was probably interdimensional, he said. It probably could have been. I don't know. I wasn't there with him that night. In our last report tonight, I share the experience of one lady who has had to endure numerous times repeated visits by one of these creatures. She calls it the bat-winged monkey bird. And she described it as an animal about three feet in height with bat wings. It has a monkey-like face with a parrot's beak and red eyes. It's reported to make a terrifying screeching noise. Miss Hartley, the lady concerned, believed the animal could have been supernatural in nature. And she said, Although the creature looked solid flesh and blood and made an awful sound, I think it could be paranormal in origin as I've never seen or read anything like that, anything that vaguely even resembles it. I would love to know if anyone else has seen it. The bat-winged monkey bird was first seen by Jackie Hartley in 1969, whilst travelling from London to Tunbridge Wells in Kent. Back in 69, Jackie was four years old, and she was travelling in the back, and they'd been to her auntie's house in London. And she said, Dad had been driving for about half an hour and we were going through the countryside. I was in the back of the car when I suddenly heard an awful screeching scream. Mum and Dad were in the front chatting and they heard nothing and it was twilight and as I looked out the back window into the trees, I saw what I could only describe as a monster. It had bat wings which it unfolded and stretched out before folding them back up again. It had red eyes and a kind of monkey's face, but with a parrot beak, and it was about three feet in height. To my four-year-old mind, it was terrifying, and I had nightmares for weeks about it. I did not have a name for this thing. So I called it the bat-winged monkey bird, as it seemed to be such a weird mixture of animals. Miss Hartley had another encounter with this bat-winged creature when she was 11 around 1976, and she was travelling through to Kent from Hastings, going through Roberts Bridge, and she said, I saw it again late one night when I was 11. I saw it from the back window of the car on our way home from Hastings. The latest sighting reported was on the 19th of October 2006, and Jackie said, it was 4.30 in the morning, and I was woken up by the same horrible screeching sound Thinking someone was being murdered in the street, I jumped out of bed 
I ran to the window and I caught the tail end of it as it flew past. I knew immediately what it was. It was that same horrible monster thing I'd seen, although years ago, the bat-winged monkey bird was back. I cannot imagine how scared each of these witnesses would have been. Even for an adult, seeing a creature is one thing if its feet are firmly planted on the ground. But to see it or be pursued by a winged creature is a whole other level of horror. And then for to be pursued by it and you're just a child, that's something that makes me feel hollow inside. How do you outrun this creature if one flap of its wings moves it 80 feet? Its wings are rarely heard. It's like a monstrous owl whose prey has to be far bigger than any vole. How do you escape from its clutches? Or is this being meant to scare? Is it feeding on fear rather than flesh? I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode and I would like to thank each and every witness whose truths we've been able to hear tonight. By sharing, they may just open a door wide enough for another witness to come through. And as I travel the woods with Roy and Mark this weekend, I'll be looking up in the trees and probably jumping at the sound of every beating wing, as the pheasants are plentiful this year. There is something about winged cryptids that strikes a level of creep that I am not comfortable with. Thank you for tuning in each week. I really appreciate the support. Please check out my other videos as I work really hard to bring in these cases every week. Please suggest us to a friend or family member as they may also enjoy our content. Or share one of our episodes on your favourite social media site. Thank you to our new listeners and a huge thank you to my regular listeners, to our YouTube members and patrons. For more reports like this, check out my Facebook page on my patron site for exclusive articles and video shares. So I hope you have a lovely weekend and I'll see you same time next week. Good night everyone.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.